0: my pleasure to welcome you to The Clark Howard Show,
1: our mission to serve and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. Today, I have to address a couple of developments in the travel world, including one thing Krista and I have both experienced. Later, I'm talking about something I really hate, margin debt. Not margarine, I don't like that either, but buying stocks on what's called margin. I'm alarmed by what's going on. So, this is uh, kind of crazy, but a lot of Americans have discovered that they are losing money, not being able to take trips they booked, not for all the reasons we've talked about with airlines canceling flights and, uh, you know, countries shutting down because of the pandemic and all that. No, no for something more basic a problem we first addressed three years ago pre-pandemic the problems that three years ago now look like child's play it's trying to get a passport or get a passport renewed the problem is so bad right now that a renewal of a passport that historically might have been eight weeks is now taking as long as 10 months an expedited passport that used to mean you paid big extra fees for it, you'd get it in five days. Now they're saying three months. How did five days become three months? This is mismanagement to the max by the U.S. State Department. And again, this is a problem that they cannot blame solely on the pandemic. It may have magnified in the pandemic. But it was already a problem. A lot of congressmen and senators are up in arms because their constituents are calling saying, help. And the congressmen and senators can't seem to get anybody to get their acting gear at the State Department. The problem is so severe, and a lot of people aren't aware that your passport may be a 10-year passport, but it's really a 9.5-year passport. Because when you travel somewhere, by the end of your trip, you have to have still six months left on your passport to most places. So your passport has to be renewed earlier than you might think. And right now, much earlier. Imagine you have a year left on your passport. You may need that whole year. Just to get your passport renewed. So far, not a word with all the pressure coming from politicians of both parties on the State Department. No movement, no action, no results on improving this problem with the passport service. Service. Passport, no service. (laughs) And so this is, you may be thinking, wah, wah, wah. People who can take international trips can't take them. But international travel is very important to the U.S. economy. Isn't that weird? People leaving the United States and going somewhere else on a trip is really important to the U.S. economy. And there are lots of reasons. But one principal one is three of our full-fare airlines live off that international travel. American, United, and Delta... International travel is what pays the bills, and they got, like, none of it going on. For you and me as consumers, though, here's the key. Do not book anything that either you cannot cancel penalty-free to get a refund or that you cannot reschedule for a date far in the future penalty-free where they get your money but you have lost nothing long-term booking anything that involves penalties for international travel right now on two layers is really something you shouldn't do one is we've seen uh covid mutates and different new and improved versions come out and travel to a place will shut down again access to it will shut down and so buying something That is either completely non-refundable and non-changeable, or something that has big penalties, it is too dangerous for your wallet. In fact, my wife and I have a trip booked in the fall to Europe, and we booked everything we booked is penalty-free. And everything that we booked is either fully refundable. Or the money stays with us as long as we cancel a couple of days in advance. And so that's the kind of flexibility you have to bake in. The other alternative is just don't push it. Stay domestic for now, which a lot of people are doing who are traveling to avoid the hassles. Krista, your story is having a, happy, a modified happy ending. Yes. So share in short form what happened to you, because you could talk about it now till like next week. No, no. With all the details.
2: It's the same stuff. It was just basically um, my kids' passports. They were expiring after the trip, but we didn't have enough time on them. So um, we expedited them and it took, uh, I guess it was seven weeks before we got them from when we went to the expediter. It's hard because I just wish they could track them more and just give you more information on when they might come. And we waited too long thinking they were coming. And so we... We did have some penalties when we switched our trip, but we were lucky. I feel so terrible for a lady I just heard about from a friend who missed her son's wedding. Um, Her passport took such an extraordinarily long time, and she had to watch it on Zoom. You know, and people who have sick relatives in other countries, I I heard that they are doing appointments now just in emergency cases such as that for people, though.
1: Well, would the wedding be considered to be an emergency? No, no, no. I mean
2: like an, an ill relative or, you know, something like that.
1: So the real answer is they need to fix the problems at the U.S. Passport Office. That's, that's the answer. I know the Secretary of State has a, a lot of things that, that you have to do, but this is one of the functions of the Secretary of State, and they should do that. Now, one other thing you're going to find as you travel around the United States is when you stay at a hotel, a lot of them are no longer cleaning your room while you're there. And that is something that started during the pandemic when people didn't want their rooms cleaned while they were there. And then the hotels were doing these ultra, supposedly ultra sanitizing cleanings in between guests. Uh, Who knows if that was really happening. But now hotels have discovered, hey, wait a minute. We've reconditioned people to not having their rooms cleaned regularly when they stay and there's a lot of people in the industry that are talking out loud wondering out loud hey wait a minute should we unbundle like the airlines and if somebody wants their room cleaned it's an extra thirty dollars a night or something like that and so you are going to see this kind of thing become more common and on the subject of cleaning car rentals are ancient right now the cars that the car rental companies have and a lot of them are really getting pretty dirty and smelly and stuff and kind of broken down so there's been report after report after report this summer of people who rent a car that's trashed being charged massive fees when they turn the car back in being accused of having trashed the car and being charged, you know, $500, $700, $1,000 for a car being filthy dirty that they picked up when they got it filthy dirty. This is why you take out your phone and you take pictures right away when you get a car rental. Of the outside, I've always worried about that for potential damage they may try to hold you responsible for. But now if the inside of the car is nasty, filthy, You need to take pictures of that. Or if your phone shoots good enough video, shoot a short video. It'll be time stamped. It'll show that was the condition you received the vehicle in. And that could be very valuable later. And I'm sorry about all that negativity about travel. One of the things I love more than anything else, but this is just, well, not more than anything else. I love my family more than I love traveling. In fact, my favorite love is my family traveling with me somewhere. <laughs> That's like the the absolute greatest. But the reality is we're in a different environment right now in the travel world, and you got to know the gotchas
2: all right. This is from Laura in Ohio, and speaking of cars, she says I've been driving a two thousand and six Volvo for thirteen years. I had started researching for a new car a few months ago, thinking I had at least a year to save up a down payment. However, a few days ago, my car had a very unexpected and freakish problem, and the engine is gone. Oh, no. So I need a car much sooner than I thought. I'm pretty sure I want a Tesla. I've done some research and have taken a test drive. I know you're an experienced Tesla owner. Do you have any words of advice for me?
1: Well, which one of us do you want the advice from, Laura, Krista, or me?
2: (laughs) You have way more experience than I do. I bought mine because of... My my envy over your Tesla.
1: <laughs> so I've been a Tesla driver now for almost nine years, and it's just so different and so amazing compared to any other vehicle. They're hard to get right now, and your Volvo's dead, so you may have a potential multi-month wait to get one. There are other electric vehicles that you may be able to get cheaper that people really haven't tuned into yet Volkswagen has the ID4 and I've driven one. It's it's not a Tesla. It's not like driving a Tesla, but it is an electric car. It seems to be well made, well designed, and there are many others that are appearing in the marketplace from the Japanese automakers, the Korean automakers, and the affordable Europeans pretty much stop at Volkswagen they're the ones that have been making affordable ones but driving an electric car is such a different experience and to me vastly superior to driving a gas engine vehicle and they're getting to a point where the total cost of ownership from purchase through your cycle of ownership yours a long long 13 years the electric will save you tons of money and so Uh, If you can come up with a way to get yourself around so you can get a Tesla in a few months, that sounds great. And by the way, if you are looking for the lowest price on Teslas, there is a Tesla that is not listed on their website, which is a discounted version of the Model 3 that if you look around online searching for it, it is cheaper to buy. You have to call them and order it over the phone instead of buying it on Tesla's website. And when I say cheaper, you're talking about about $37,000 for the Model 3 that you order over the phone.
2: Beverly in Connecticut says, what's the difference between a federal credit union and other credit unions? Which is better?
1: So, Beverly, thank you for asking this question. This has come up twice recently. So what matters with a credit union is who insures it, and you want the insurance, whatever the charter is for it, you want the insurance to be NCUA. NCUA is the credit union equivalent of FDIC insurance. It is backed by the federal government. It's the National Credit Union Administration, and you're covered same quarter million as you are with the bank and all that. There are credit unions in the United States that have state guarantees instead of full federal insurance. And I do not trust the credit unions that, I mean, they may be fine people, they may treat their members well, but if they go insolvent, I don't trust the state guarantee systems. And with any credit union, that's the important thing, is to make sure that your accounts are insured by the NCUA, which it will say on the credit union's website and on the door at a credit union branch. I want to tell you, I'm already alarmed by a new stat about people borrowing money to play the stock market. This came up, guess when? Back during the time period just before the banking scandals led to the collapse of the real estate market and the stock market back in 0789 and I want to tell you how dangerous it is and what you should do about handling your investment
0: straight ahead as well as your questions. First the bad news SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. There are a lot of
1: people who've never been stock market investors, and with the ease of being able to trade on an app on your phone, and look at Robinhood. Robinhood just had their initial public offering, didn't value the company as high as they thought it would. But Robinhood, in spite of uh, its growing pains, has popularized investing with small accounts, people buying a lot of individual stocks, buying and selling rapid fire. And they've caused a big change in the industry where trading is essentially free, except with the full commission stockbrokers. So, a lot of individuals have felt more and more comfortable doing investing on their own and also applying for what's known as margin. Let me tell you how margin works. So, let's say you believe that a stock is going to just skyrocket, whatever it is. It's going to be the next... SpaceX, speaking of rockets, or whatever. SpaceX was a bad example. It's privately held, isn't it? Anyway, so you decide you're going to buy this stock and you're going to buy a certain number of shares. And then you hear from a buddy, hey, you know, you can double down on your bet. You can borrow money against the stocks you already have and buy more shares of it. And you pay... Interest on the money you borrowed, but you're able to increase the number of shares you have. So, if you really believe the shares are going to the sky, that you then have a much bigger holding of it, and you use that leverage, the borrowing, to be able to buy a lot more and potentially dramatically increase your profits. What could possibly go wrong? Well, Oh man, I saw an article in Forbes over and over again. The years that margin climbed really high, that people were borrowing more and more against stocks again, called borrowing on margin that this activity would peak time after time, going all the way back to the 90s actually, the 70s. Their data goes back to the 70s. What would happen? there'd be so much speculative bidding up of shares. Gosh, there's nothing like that going on right now, is there? And then the market decides to take a tumble. And then people who borrowed to buy more stock, suddenly they were hit with what's known as a margin call, which is come up with all that money right now or we're selling through your positions and you're wiped out. Wiped out. So, if you want to play the market, you're on message boards and all the rest, you want to buy individual stocks and all that, buy them with money you've got. Don't get into the margin game because markets always turn and they turn when you least expect it. And if you're sitting there without any money to draw on instantly, you know, a margin call, they may give you a half hour, an hour to come up with whatever the money is. Could be thousands, tens of thousands of dollars, depending on what you have. Could be more. That margin call could make you pass broke. You could end up owing money to the brokerage house and have no holdings anymore. Please be very, very, very careful with borrowing on margin because I've seen it over and over and over again over my investing lifetime, where people got burned. Now I have been an investor since I was very young. (laughs) Going back more than 45 years, I've been an investor. And I have never not once borrowed one penny on margin. And I've ended up just fine. What tempts people with this is the idea they're going to get a quick score. And you know, I'm the turtle I am dull. In fact, I'm one of the dullest people alive. Not true. Yes, it is true. And my thing is build wealth well-diversified and build it deliberately over time. Not the quick score.
2: Gloria in Georgia says, I've saved enough money to pay off my home loan. If I pay off the loan, it would tank my savings. This is not my retirement account money. My interest rate is 4.75%. I have about 14 years left on my mortgage. I have about 25 more years before retirement. Should I pay off my loan and rebuild my savings?
1: Well, Gloria, gosh, there are a lot of possibilities here. Uh, you obviously are very careful with money. You've built up savings outside of retirement accounts. You're also saving for retirement. Your interest rate is sky high. Gosh, it was once a time, if you told somebody your interest rate was 4.75%, they'd say, how did you get one that low? That's unbelievable. And Krista, what interest rate did you just tell me you found for a refi on a 15-year loan for your home?
2: 1.875%.
1: 1. 1.875%. 1. You have 14 years left. She's talking about a 15-year mortgage. You could potentially refi into... a uh, 10 or 15 year loan got to go to a credit union typically for a 10 year mortgage and possibly depending on your credit standing Goria, you could be at one point something percent you could do that or you could tank your savings as you say pay off that mortgage get rid of a what now in today's market is a high interest rate mortgage and own the home free and clear and then you've got decades till you're going to retire, just be deliberate about rebuilding. I used the word deliberate just a minute ago too. Be deliberate about rebuilding your rainy day fund and what you would have paid on a mortgage every month. Instead, you just put that back into your savings. Either is absolutely fine. And Gloria, you have created the opportunity to have these choices because you built up such a large amount of savings that you can use it to wipe out the remaining balance on your mortgage. The psychological benefit, since you have all those available funds of being mortgage debt free, may tip the balance towards that in spite of the fact that mortgage money is so ridiculously cheap right now.
2: Joe in California says, my wife is part owner of a farm in Richland, Missouri. We like to go on a vacation there for two weeks, but we have no internet or TV. This farm is in a rural area what would be the best way to get service there? If there's a cheap way to do it, we'll ask her brother and sister to chip in.
1: So if you were going there regularly, the great news is you're going to have Starlink straight ahead, which is the uh, ultra-high-speed satellite-based internet without data caps. It's $100 a month, and it's going to change life for people in rural America who have lacked reliable, or affordable, or unlimited data internet service. In your case, you've got a short-term need, so this becomes a little more complicated. You can, with T-Mobile or Verizon, get either a hotspot from either of them or uh, get a um, a home internet. The area of Missouri you're talking about has decent coverage with both Verizon and T-Mobile. But when I think about what the solution would be, it would be to buy a prepaid hotspot. Walmart sells them, you can buy them online, where you buy a block of data on a hotspot that runs on either T-Mobile or Verizon. And you use that hotspot during the time you're at the farm in Missouri. Those two weeks, you would, If you use up all the data you bought for the prepaid hotspot, you just buy more data. But that would be the end of your commitment each year is during the time you're there for the two weeks.
2: And John in Pennsylvania says, after many years as a teacher, I recently left my school to pursue a new opportunity. After my departure, I took your advice and did a direct rollover of my 403B pre-tax retirement account into Vanguard for my ripoff and high-free provider. After the rollover completed, I reviewed the final statement and was surprised to find significant fees totaling 5% of my account value were deducted Uh. as part of the transfer and withdrawal fees. I found out to avoid the 5% withdrawal charge, I needed to keep my account open for six years after the final contribution before transferring. How did they get away with this? Please use this story as another example of the rip-off financial companies that associate with schools and teachers.
1: Yeah, and what you don't know, John, with the ripoff 403B plan that you had, was it something that was uh, sponsored by the teachers union or the school district where you taught? In either case, both are letting teachers down. With the reality, you would have had to keep the account open six more years. The fees are so low on the Vanguard account versus the massive fees you have in that insurance company 403B plan, that even them uh, basically absconding with 5% of your money, you're still going to likely be better off six years from now being out of that ultra-high-cost 403B plan. And I hope that anyone who is a teacher, anyone who has a friend or relative who's a teacher, or works for a nonprofit or a hospital, Please let them know about the 403B ripoffs. It is really, really bad, ugly that we treat people who work for nonprofits, hospitals, and schools so horribly badly. And this is the Congress's fault. They did a give me to the insurance industry where people who work for traditional employers have access to, uh, if the employer offers one, an ultra low cost 401k plan, but sent teachers and others down the river with these massive ripoff 403b plans that have humongous commissions and gigantic ongoing fees. To give you an idea how bad they are, it's not at all unusual for a 403b plan to have expenses forty times what someone in a 401k plan would have so they end up with much less net money after years and years of teaching or working for a nonprofit or working in a hospital with the same money saved as somebody who works for a traditional employer in a good 401k plan and I want to tell you I truly appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to this episode if you need advice please reach out to our Team Clark Consumer Action Center. Team Clark answers your questions for free. Find their hours and contact info at clark.com CAC.